0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Jalen, what was the key down the stretch? Congratulations on the victory. What was the key down the stretch in your mind? Um, they went up ninety nine, ninety three. Um, we stayed poised, uh, composed, and um, we stuck together. And uh, we just we just didn't quit. We kept trusting each other. Things may have not went our way, and um, even when uh, QG, you know, had it had trapped in the corner and the ball went out of bounds, you know, we got to the huddle and said, "Stay composed, stay focused. Let's win this game." You know, we just stayed focused.
2: Explain to us why you guys play better on the road than at the world's most famous arena.
1: Um. I don't know what you mean. I love, I love playing at home in front of our fans. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> record, record, wise <laughs> uh, I mean, we're focused. Now playing at home, New York is an unbelievable city, the best city in the world. And um, you now when we're at home, we're comfortable. And uh, when we're on the road, it's just us. You know, we're going into hostile environments. know, uh, it's just us. Obviously, we got traveling Knicks fans. But um, I mean, we sit together. We don't really worry about what's happening outside the court. We just stick to what we do. The report, important. Find a way to win. Another gut check win. Thank you, Jalen. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Michael
3: Nixon, happy Snood
1: Day. I don't know
4: what that is, but sure. I'm sure, Andrew's probably laughing. I wonder if Andrew knows what Snood Day is.
3: Stevens Guillaume, seven of them things going to continue pushing the Mitch Defensive Player of the Year defensive teams agenda. <clears throat> Andrew, did we ever get a ruling the other night on. Uh, the positional situation for all defense. I'm still pretty convinced that you can only have a center on each team. Once. Hi,
2: John. Hi, Andrew. How Have you been this week? Um, did I miss anything?
3: Uh, uh, other, other,
2: other than the Knicks. Well, what the Knicks do? <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, like, I have no idea what Snoo Day Snood Day is. By snood, the way, Snood. I have no idea what Snood Day is. Snood Day. I googled it, and a snood is a kind of scarf. It looks like. So maybe it's a day where everybody wears those. Is it the things like you wrap around your neck or whatever? Uh, a neck and head. Someone in the ch- in the chat, please clarify what snood day is. Please, I'd, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, and according to every bylaw I read the other night about all defense, it can be any any. It's it's position list. Like Robert Williams and and Al Horford made it uh, one as a center and then one as a power forward in opposite years. I, I think the way they vote is different, but there's been three forwards on there before. There's been one guard so on there before. I think I got a... No, no, that's not the case.
3: You, you have it
2: where it says
3: 2000. Yeah, here we go. 2021, 22 Kia NBA, all defense team, guard, guard, center, forward, forward, second team, forward, guard, guard, center, forward, other players receiving vote, guards, other players receiving votes, center other. Yeah, I'm right. But when you go to the bylaws, it doesn't say well, it makes like,
2: the fucking bylaws. What about the KFS bylaws? I read out a piece of toilet paper. Wait, what? What is the KFS? I'm saying the NBA.com rulebook that I went and looked up for this. Bylaws are meaningless. It has to be five and five. Whether yeah. it's well, what they choose is it different? All NBA says you must pick a guard, two guards, two forwards, a center. Well, this—it's very clear that bylaws are no bylaws.
3: It's organized guard, guard, forwards, forwards. Look, I
2: think Mitch's only chance is if like <coughs> Embiid gets misses too much time and Gobert misses time, Bam misses time. But Bam made it as a forward one year next to either Gobert or what's-his-face or Embiid. Oh, actually, hold on. This is, a big, this is a big thing that we should say. This is the most relevant part
3: for Knicks fans, at least, other than possible trades not being made, um, of the AD injury. If AD misses two months or a month or if he misses a significant amount of time, that might might take him out of all defense running. And who knows how they're going to treat this injury moving forward. So that if that allow if there's a movement to get Mitch on the old if he if they if the Knicks finish, let's say, with the second or third best defense in the league, which I think is not insane, and Mitchell Robinson is clearly the glue that holds the thing together, and there's a push for him to get on one of the teams, you know, and we've seen them like have positional chicanery with Embiid and like other guys in the past, BAM in the past. I think there's your path if you have one less forward to deal with
2: people are saying a snood is oh my god we're back to snood a video game from 20 years ago uh, is my sister's nickname and it's her birthday happy birthday Eric Fernandez's sister and then a snood is a weird scarf hat thing women usually wear I think well happy snood day John can we celebrate something else what Knicks are 10th in net rating yes I saw I refreshed what are they in defense now uh, they
3: are they're ninth in defense, which I think they actually dropped the spot.
2: Yeah, for eighth to I uh, did they? Yes, they they dropped the spot. You're right. <clears throat> um, Real quick, just to
3: repeat for anybody who may have missed the last live stream. Brooke Lopez is far and away the front runner for defensive the starting. He might be the defensive player of the year right now. He's going to be Barring something changing, your first team all defense center. I think Embiid is always going to get the nod over Mitch as long as he plays enough games. And right now, he's healthy and playing enough games. I think there is a very, very real argument that Mitchell Robinson is ahead of whether you want to say Gobert should be next or I guess it's Bam, but Bam, you could slide in as a forward. He's going to need to get over, he's going to need to get ahead of Embiid and Brooke Lopez.
2: About that's about right. That's tough, though. That's really tough. That's hard. The Way he's playing. If he keeps it up, won't be as hard in a couple months. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Wanna hang out for a bit? Uh, I'll come back later. We're yeah. we got a lot of super chats. Sounds Thank you, good. everybody, for your contributions. There's one in particular I kind of have to come back for, but you'll find out. You'll see it and know what I mean when you
4: see it. Oh wait, what? Uh, Andrew, wait, hold on. Would you? I, I need you back for a second. Uh, how did Jess do today?
2: I hope they fired Tibbs anyway. <laughs> I, I'm sorry.
3: That was bad. Karma's gonna come back to back to bite me for that. I-95 bully, what's going on, man? Um, and uh just uh sorry sorry again for the thing that you uh DM me about. Um I'm really sorry to hear that. Um we can beat the play in teams. A margin trade would only net one playoff game win. Not worth it. Let the kids rock. That was a nice, ugly win. I think I was start I was going to make the point before, and then I actually lost lost my train of thought.
4: So I'll make it now. Um, <clears throat> the Knicks are going to be tempted, I think, to
3: do something to make this present team better. And there's a very obvious thing they could do. They could just go trade for a guard who can spearhead these backup offenses, these backup units on offense. It's uh, I bet you they could get it for at the very least one of these protected first round picks that they have. Uh, Would it make the difference between them securing a top six seed and then potentially falling into the play in, or maybe even them securing home court in the first round and then falling into five or six? If we really want to get nuts, maybe that's going to be the temptation right now for this front office because even if you don't have to give up one of the young players in such a trade if you go and you get this year's version of Derrick Rose from 2 years ago multiple young players are going to get squeezed and so how much how much fortitude how much intestinal fortitude do they have they're winning Winning the games makes all decisions a lot easier to make. But I just, I wonder. That's what I wonder. So, uh, I-95Bully, you have logged your vote. I appreciate it. Um, I have a, f- mo- a feeling most of the fans would would side with you. Um, thanks for the comment. Um, and uh, good to hear from you. Hush Zhu, I can't believe I will compliment this guy, but all the flowers to Randall. Hitting six straight clutch free throws. He was a stud for that. I'm happy again. Yep. Deserves all your flowers. And then some. Um, Harry Doner, what's going on, Harry? Great to great to hear from you. My favorite win in the streak. Best win of the year. Told you. Just a gritty win. it maybe the Utah game, actually. Just because everybody was about to lose their jobs <laughs> and they and they won in Utah. Uh just a gritty win against a team that played hard and wanted it as much. Did feel like we got a good whistle for most of the game.
4: Um I hmm. I did not think it
3: was a well-officiated game. I don't know that I would say I thought that our whistle was that much better than theirs, although thinking through it
4: very briefly, I don't think that that's... I don't think that's an unreasonable take. So,
3: yeah. Thanks, Harry, as always. Appreciate it. Uh, hush do with another one. I still can't get over the fact that we got Bronson. Me neither. Feels like the other shoe is going to drop. The last 15 years with no point guard stability, he's just the best man. Mitch showing why he deserves his contract too. Mitch, is, Mitch has earned... Mitch has earned his contract. He's earning his contract right now. I complained a lot about that contract, even though I was always... I was never like anti-Mitch. I was always just kind of like... I was very middle of the road on Mitch. I appreciated what Mitch did. I didn't want to... like. I, th- I thought like just like moving
4: the idea of like just moving on from Mitch was always a little, a little silly to me. Um, but
3: he's earned his contract. And then as far as Brunson uh, last 15 years. So you're referring to Marbury, obviously. I mean, Marbury again, all, it's fun. every time I look up <clears throat> a different Jalen Brunson stat about like, you know, anytime he has like 30 points and seven assists and like two or fewer turnovers. That's the one I looked up recently. And you go and look and see how many times a Nick has done that in history. And then there's like, you know, a bunch of guys who did something like that once or twice. And like a few who did it three times. And then you have Stefan Marbury there who did like eight or a dozen times like Stephon Marbury put up serious numbers, underrated player in NBA history for sure, because of all of the, you know, kind of how it went down and he, you know, he got shipped out by all these different teams, and those teams, a lot of them got better when he left and the whole thing. But in terms
4: of like, you know, the intangibles, um, it's, I think Jalen Brunson's,
3: I think he's the best Nick point guard of my lifetime. Whew. Crazy stuff. Anton Cates, what's going on, Anton? 7-0 is hard to fake, Macri. I completely agree. I'm loving the grind-out win. We never looked, uh, really looked dominant in this game, and we found a way to win. Yeah, I mean, like, they they couldn't hit a three to save their life. I mean, the Knicks finished 8-26 of from three, and the opponent shot, and ended up shooting 13-38. of Again, that discrepancy was much bigger in the game, in the course of the game, and they withstood it. And they also had a lot of, like, I don't want to say it was sloppy or sloppy performance by the Knicks. It wasn't. It just wasn't like, you know what it was? It was the last game of a road trip. I understand it was a short road trip, but it was the last game of a road trip and it felt like it. And it, that's how they played. Um,
4: <clears throat> they still found a way. And no, you can't fake seven and oh, I don't care who you are. You can't say you can't fake seven and oh. Robert cross. First time, long time, John. Looking ahead, Golden State Warriors,
3: Warriors, Toronto, and Chicago. I think you need to pick three and zero and beat Collins again, ten in a row.
4: hashtag Fifty three wins. Um, <clears throat> Here is the thing. I know if I pick two and one, he's going to take three and zero. I know
3: if I take three, and know, oh, he's going to take two and one, obviously, because there's no incentive for him to take
4: uh, anything less than that. The Knicks have had not a lot of 10 game winning streaks in their history, Robert. Um, not a lot. They have that
3: would be 10 in a row. Do we really hear the? Here are how many 10 game winning streaks Knicks have had in their history six the 18 in a row back in the first championship season, um, 15 in a row in 93 94, 13 in a row, the 2012 13 season. So we've just named three of the best seasons in Knicks history, 11 in a row, 72 73, another championship season, 11 in a row, 1968 69, the year before the first championship. And then 10 in a row also in 1968-69. So basically, all of the seasons that they've won 10 games in a row... Not basically. All of the seasons that they've won 10 games in a row have resulted in them winning a playoff series. And I think the the one... I forget, did they win one or two playoff series in 1969? But like they lost to the Celtics, who then won the championship. So as far as I'm concerned, you could say... That the Knicks were the second best team in the league that year. Like these are these are special years in Knicks history that they've won ten games in a row. Yes, Andrew.
2: So you're right. If you pick three and zero, Jeremy would pick two and one, and then vice versa. And I'm here to clarify. We're picking four games this week.
0: Oh, Tuesday, I,
2: Wednesday, Friday, and Christmas then Banks. Christmas. Oh, that makes my life easier. Three and one or four and oh?
3: I'm, I'm just, I'll say I'm leaning, I'm leaning three and one. How dare you? <clears throat> so now you want to say they're going to win 11 in a row? Wow, you're really high on the Knicks, John. Jesus. <laughs> you're terrible. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, goodness gracious. This is our life, by the way. Debating whether the Knicks can get to 11-0 and 0, or is that too crazy? Not the I mean, seven that, straight wins that they just had. That's tied for, that would be tied for the, the fourth longest winning streak in the 70-
3: Six year history of the franchise. So, yeah, to put things in perspective. Um, thank you, Robert. Good, good, good uh, conversation spurring question, as always. Jake Asher, what's going on, Jake? First time, long time, John. It's time to see what we can get for OBI. I knew we were going to get one of these at some point. <laughs>
4: this team is legit and I'm here for it. Hashtag 53 wins. Hashtag Jalen Oneson. Um, I disagree for a couple of reasons. One Well actually no, I think one
3: reason. <laughs> if they traded Obi right now, they would be selling him at the lowest point in his value because he was struggling from the field in the five or six games that um preceded his injury and now he's injured and he's out for a while. And like you don't trade you don't trade injured players and expect to get real value. Um so now is definitely not the time to trade Obi is there an argument that the should the Knicks trade like if the Knicks are going to trade one of their power forwards should OB be the one that they trade at some point yes that is a that is now at least something that needs to be discussed all right it's 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 on the table not the time now but i appreciate that Jake thank you and uh, glad you're joining the party um, Chris Carter, if switching was the key to unlock Randall's intensity, how did no one see that until now? Please hit shots IQ. My understanding, my understanding, is that the switching decision was a result of them uh, rejiggering the rotation, <clears throat> going to a nightmare rotation, and introducing Deuce into the rotation, and basically that they did not feel comfortable. Switching with the personnel that they had out there as their as their base scheme, so to speak, was that the correct decision
4: in retrospect probably not <laughs> um, you know that said yeah, no
3: it no it was it was probably not they were they, i mean Jesus christ they were twenty six in defense i
4: just the the one thing that i that I've I, I don't think I've ever really wavered on is that having a a scheme in the league
3: today that prioritizes not giving guys good looks at the basket, not giving not g- giving guys a lot of looks at the basket, and then not giving guys good looks at the basket. That is a sound idea. I I, I do like that as like if if that is your defensive principle, I like that as your defensive principle because. You could make the argument that the very the volatility variability I don't know which of those two is the word more appropriate word of three point shooting is so freaking random that like to have like a we're going to stop other teams from making shooting and making threes uh, uh, like at all costs is that if that's your defense like I don't know is that. Is that is that dangerous for that reason? I don't know. I'm I'm not the X's and O's guy. I I will never pretend to be. But it is just like if you if you want to take away the rim, you could take away the rim. Like we've seen teams do it. We've seen teams do it with success. The Bucks, obviously, are the most famous example from the last several years. Um, And so I, I I don't. I don't think that part of it is nuts. I, I've gone way off track from your question. I apologize. But, like, just that's what that led me to think about. Thanks, Chris. Andre Stewart, I know that no one wants to hear this with us winning seven straight. And here's another one. As soon as Obi is healthy, stick with the original plan to trade Julius Randle. Oh, here we go.
4: Trade value is up. Um, well, there's no guarantee Obi's going to be back before the trade deadline. I know two to three weeks. Two or three weeks until a revaluation. Um, I could see them not rushing him back.
3: Number one. Number two, the way Randall is playing and the way the team is playing. <clears throat> I, I'll repeat the same thing I've repeated f- literally
4: dozens of times. What are you trading him for? If someone's willing to blow you away with a package that is too good to be true. Okay. Fine. Where's that package? Who's given it? And what is it? You know, we've, I mean, talk about being
3: dead wrong. I'll I'll say it again. I was dead wrong. We have moved way past the, just get the guy off the team. That can't be it. Can't be, take the best package available. We've moved, we've moved past that. We are out of that phase. They have survived the downside risk. They are reaping
4: the spoils. Now you got to, Actually, reap them, whether that's with Randall on the team or with a great trade.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data
5: You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hey guys, quick break to tell you about WinBet, the official sports book of Knicks Film School. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, the WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. That's wynnbet.com to start winning. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. Requiem gaming, the
3: remnant. Hello from the land of enchantment. Well coached game by Tibbs. Good adjustments late on the um out of timeout. I think that's what you refer to. And getting guys uh to foul when up three. If we oh yeah, that was a good good job by uh, RJ there, fouling on the on the Halliburton um play at midcourt. If we are the one seed at the all-star break, will we get three
4: all-stars? <laughs>
3: Um I see no universe where this team gets three all-stars. The 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 can the Knicks get two all-stars
4: conversation. Here's here's the question. Can will the Knicks get two all-stars? Is there a world where that is a real conversation in like 3 or 4 weeks? I, goodness. Uh, can we go there yet? I don't know if we could go there yet. I, I I don't know. Um, oh, that's nice. Oh, I'm just going to read this
3: tweet real quick. Uh, it's from Zach Braziller of The Post. As Jalen Brunson was walking to reporters, Emmanuel quickly yelled out, Brun's him. Brunson responded by calling him him annual. It's fucking leadership right there. Pick up the guy that can't buy a bucket right now. Make him feel good about himself. <laughs> Love that. I love everything about Jalen Brunson. My goodness gracious. Um, Rowan Beckford Sr. What's going on, Rowan? Great win. Happy for Julius Randle. The mental emotional aspect of NBA basketball doesn't get spoken about enough. Amen to that. With the top 1% talent and skill, it's the separator. Um, I I, I, yeah, I can't add anything to that. Great comment on its face. And it applies to this team in so many ways. So. when when you could get
4: that part right. And that's why Jalen Brunson worth every penny and then some.
3: Can't put a price on it. What he brings to this team. James Pascal. What's going on, James? The play towards the end where Buddy went for the shot and Julius came over to contest, making him pass out for that Grimes steal was a huge play, a great play from Julius. His defense down the stretch was outstanding. Most important, Defensive possessions that this team has had all year. Julius defense down the stretch. And again, I apologize to to anybody who may have been watching it differently and saw things differently than me. I really did think his defense was good throughout the game. Like when it, when a team like, yeah, I I know there was a, you know, maybe a late contest or two, but like he's doing what he needs to do. He's doing what he's supposed to do and he's playing with effort. So yeah, good job by him. Thanks James. Um, Julius speaking of Julius Randle, this is from Fred Katz on the stingy Knicks defense. We trust each other, we help each other, we're in the right position. We're the aggressor, not them, and it works. It's contagious.
4: Ooh, what? That's a good quote. Good quote from Julius. <clears throat> and good tweet from Fred Katz. GD Nation, what's going
3: on, GD? Can you believe the rid- ridicule the press had for Brunson's signing? Um has there been a more inaccurate evaluation of a player in recent memory? Satisfying
4: win. I, I think uh, the members of the the press who were making
3: those comments are not, if I if I can be so so forward, are not MBA people that you should be going to for your NBA opinions because those people were. That's, that wasn't an informed opinion before Brunson played a single game for this franchise because smarter, smart NBA people knew what Jalen Brunson was. And I don't know that they knew that he would have this effect on this team and that he would be so good with the increased usage and the increased minutes and the increased role and the whole thing. But like all the smart people knew what this guy was and what he could do. And the people that were like, "Ah, the Knicks paid 100 million dollars for backup point guard." You know, sucks to be them. Like those, just that. Those, that's that's talking head shit. Um, thanks, GD. Black Ice, thank you for the very generous contribution, my man. Um, so let's say we give this team a shot. If one of our big three, crazy to think and say, could be. Averages 30 points per game, the other two go for 25, and the defense keeps going. Are we a good team? I know kind of early, but what if? Um, this team doesn't have that kind of scoring. Like, I don't who's averaging 30 on this team? I mean, Julius Randle's been playing out of his mind. His efficiency this year is just off the charts. Like, I don't think that's the that's not the path for this team. Like, if you if if you're if you're someone that believes that like some version of this core can remain and like they're basically you're asking like is there i think is there a version of this team without a big star trade that could be i mean i I think they're a good team right now, so I think they're
4: already good, but like a contender i, I uh goodness i don't I don't know because they I don't like having like getting a fourth guy that needs the ball. I don't see that as making a lot of sense.
3: Like Mitch is Mitch is doing like Mitch is doing everything. A starting center for this roster needs to do and can do and should be doing and Grimes same thing for that position and that spot. Like what, what else should he be doing? Can he be doing? So really it comes down to the other three starters and like ultimately i do think that's where the upgrade is going to come and i think it's just a question of which one do you upgrade um but that's not a question we have to worry about right now <laughs> thanks black guys appreciate the very generous contribution there and the question jessica what's going on jessica randall has finally become unredacted no more redaction for randall never again
4: might have to put the slam poster back up behind me.
3: Although, I shout out to uh big thanks um I'll I'll, I'll let the folks watching on YouTube see this. I hope you could see a, a good version of it. I should probably figure out a way to zoom in, but like so this is a poster of the um 1972-73 world champion Knicks. It's a drawing of uh the starting five, so uh Frazier, uh Monroe, DeBuscher, Bradley, and Willis Reed. Um and uh that is courtesy of uh the great Alan Seppenwald, Rolling Stone uh, TV critic. He was cleaning out his house a couple months ago and found found it and uh was kind enough to think of me. And so now it is hanging proudly behind me. I just I finally got the thing framed um over the weekend and and hung it up. So very happy to have that. I don't know what what um Made me think. Oh yeah, the the backdrop, right? The the, the Randall Slam poster. Um, maybe I'll put the Slam poster above it, so it's there in spirit. We'll see. But I, I like this new edition. Anyway, amazing energy and defense on both sides. Great game from Grimes. Also, team better watch out. Has, hashtag Here comes the Brun. I think teams are on notice. I mean, I saw the the Rick Carlisle um, quote saying, uh, "Yeah, here it is." Zach Zach Braziller just retweeted uh, his his. Use of it right now. New York is as good as any team in the NBA, which again, that, that that's like that feels like a bit much, and it is. But at the same time, we're sitting here, and I'm looking at a Boston team that lost to the Magic tonight. Um, I've maintained that the Bucks are the favorites all season long, and I don't think that that I, I haven't picked against them. Giannis is still my pick to win MVP. They're still my pick to win the title. But like, other than the Bucs and the Celtics. Like, we've played the Grizzlies twice. I didn't think the Grizzlies were like on a different level than us. And I know their team hasn't been healthy all year, but still. So, like, who's the team? It, you know, like, Phoenix has been struggling a little bit. Um, New Orleans, obviously, is playing really well. Like, Denver, we already beat them, obviously, without Jokic, big, huge asterisk there. So, like, how many, you know, how many great teams are there in the league right now? Are there four? Are there five? Are there even that many? I don't. I don't know. At the same time, and you know, of course I'm gonna I'm gonna quote Tibbs anytime I can. He said it before this game. Um, right when you start, you know, counting your chickens, or I forget what his words were, is, is when somebody put you on your ass. Um and that's another part of that's good about having him as the coach for this team is like they're not they're not going to get ahead of themselves. They're going to stay grounded, they're gonna stay within themselves and the whole thing. Um, but yeah, for as much as like any team in the NBA is capable of losing any game, this team is certainly capable of winning any game that they play, which is a nice feeling.
2: I agree. It's a nice feeling. Hi, Andrew. Hi. Hey! Wow! Someone got their Christmas bonus. Uh, this is from Pastor Claudio. Yes. Uh, Merry
3: Christmas with an, an insanely generous contribution to Nick's Film School. Thank you. Pastor Claudio,
2: yes. Merry Christmas, Dad. Um, Happy Hanukkah, first day of Hanukkah to everybody celebrating tomorrow. The first day, of, first night of Hanukkah is tomorrow, and you still got to get me a present. Me to my, to my dad who just sent oh. the generous contribution. I'm saying because I, I got I got your present today, Actually, I got yours yesterday. So great minds, look at us. <laughs> look at us. Busy weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ddd137
3: came down to the blue wire am I right yeah. I like it see what you did there like see what you it. did there like it well done shout out to our, our friends at blue wire of course mm-hmm. uh, Robert Cross it's your boy John if the Knicks win three in a row how did I get that nickname by the way it's your boy John of all the nicknames you could have chosen I don't know
2: about that doesn't roll off the tongue like GMAC nothing you know? else No if the Knicks
3: win three in a row this week, can KFS commission Fuddy to fly to New York City on Christmas Day and reprise his famous video? Is that the one of him in the schoolyard?
2: Yeah, K is for Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Um, I don't know if that's in the budget right now. I think Fuddy may also have plans. He,
3: actually, who knows? Maybe he's coming home for Christmas anyway.
2: How about this? Next time either we're in LA or Fuddy's here, we will we'll reprise the the video. We'll help remake the video. I think that's a great plan. that's an option, why not? (laughs) It's always an option.
3: Uh, Klee. I think I saw it differently. The Knicks would have gotten blown out in the first half if it wasn't for RJ. Okay. That's a take. And his defense was good. Healed made tough shots and missed a couple because of RJ in a close game. Um, RJ's offense definitely was important in the first half. I don't think he's the thing that got. I think the thing that is keeping them in every game is their defense. That's the thing first and foremost that's keeping them in every game.
2: What, Andrew? No, Jessica's educating me on Hanukkah. So oh. Jewish day started at uh, at sundown, which um, is why, like, when Benji is like out yeah. for Friday night, right? Yeah. So technically, Hanukkah started. Oh well, happy Hanukkah, everybody! Happy Hanukkah, everybody! Um. Anyway, uh, and I think. But whatever, like
3: those buckets were important. The thing I'm going to push back on on the defense is like, and I said this during the halftime zoom, so apologies if anybody's hearing this for the second time. I don't, I just don't think R.J. makes guys feel him when they have the ball, and enough, and he gives space more space than I'd like him to give, and I think the reason he gives space, and I'm this is going to sound like I'm piling on, which whatever, is because when he gets when he gets up when he really gets in there he he doesn't always have the foot speed to to corral guys or keep up with guys when they when they take him off the dribble so it's kind of a pick your poison thing with him um that said i think he's moving so much better he's playing it seems like he's playing faster it seems like he's lighter on his feet all of the good things i i, we, I want a little bit more maybe
2: i'm being greedy his switching has gotten better this this week at least yeah, but he's sure. also playing around Deuce and Grimes and other guys that don't force him to like switch as be the only guy that's really the primary competent defender, you know, especially if Julius is going to play like this too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That contest of Buddy Heald when it made it 102-98 was the type of contest you're talking about, by the way. But he the one his- the, When he'll hit the three. Right. So yeah. that's the three where I was like, RJ, this always yep. happens to you and only you.
3: Yeah. And that's, that's the like thing. Once,
2: once is an accident,
3: twice is a coincidence. Three times. To- well, how many times is it now? It's a winning? pattern. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know? Um, yeah.
2: I don't want to pile on RJ. He, he, like I said, he played a very good game. We are nitpicking ways he can improve. Why he's been, he's been fine. He's been, he's been good. I would and, say John. And, and let me, let me be very, let me be even more clear. If he
3: gets his defense to the place where I personally think it should be, and I think it it can be, he can be. If he gets his defense to that place, i I don't think we're that we're that that far away from a world where he is once again in conversation of like, oh, can this guy be an all star at some point in the next few years? That's the that's the ceiling. Just to, so to keep it a buck, like I'm I'm nitpicking. Not like, oh, he sucks, and like this is what he needs to do to be like a decent player. No, 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 no. He's good. He's very good on most nights. It is about getting to that next level, which I think we all want him to get to. I I just have a particular opinion about how he gets there. Pluckster. If I were the coach, I'd use more challenges than tips. Uh, Well, you can only use one. You get one, yeah. (laughs) And he used it. I believe he used it in this game, did he? he? Or did he not? He He did not. He's been using a lot of them, though. Um, I think the one you're the player talking about, and I do think I actually think you're right when the the it was the fifth foul on Brunson. And I think it the something happened where he did. He missed the chance to use. It. I don't know if he would have used it. And I don't think it. I don't know if it would have been a valid challenge. And maybe he wanted to keep his time out because it was second half. Um, and it was also like kind of early in the second half, whatever. Fair, fair point because I had the same thought too. What's your philosophy on challenge usage? Got to love this gut check win. JB refuses to lose. Um, use them when it's smart to use them. That's all.
2: Thanks, Bluxer. My only preference with the challenges is like if it's a guarantee of two points, like then then it's clear. I, that's when I would use it. But the, because you only get one, I understand coaches that are like, I'm going to save it for my best player's sixth foul or make sure I have it with five minutes left, you know? Yep. Um, great
3: tweet by Benji, by the way, maybe get that tweet up at some point before we leave one. Basically his, his like one, of course Benji could do this one tweet that summarizes this team. Um, Chris Carter on Twitter. You tried to tie RJ into IQ's abyss. Don't do that. RJ has shown up. I don't want to hear about trade rumors. IQ needs to get his mind, right? Um, I tied it in because the scoring needs to come from somewhere. And they went through a, what was it, a four or five minute stretch where they really couldn't buy a basket. Uh, so, and R.J. had one nice two point make, but like I don't, like someone needs to effectively run the show during those minutes. If you want to put it, if you want to say that Quickly should be the one running the show, and R.J. should be the secondary guy, and thus Quickly should get more of the blame. That's fine. Like that's that's fair. I look at it as like RJ's kind of the one running the show in those units. And because I want to give him more responsibility, which is a compliment to him, I think. But that's fair. Here's the tweet from Benji um, talking about the path for the Knicks to be a good team was always for them to just be exhausting to play against, pummeling physicality, which on defense means nothing easy in the paint, check, and everything else is contested lately, check. And then on offense, Three super strong dudes driving into your teeth over and over again. And then offensive rebounding behemoths. We hear Um, on the three super strong dudes driving into your teeth over and over again. It makes me think of the preseason wonderful article that um, Tom Piccolo wrote for the Knicks film school newsletter in which he talked about like how exhausting it is for an opponent to defend RJ Barrett. Like, yeah, he doesn't make enough shots around the rim and like, yes like that he is limited in what he could do but that relentlessness and then when you couple in with Brunson what he does and with Julius Randle with
2: what he does it really does i think it takes a toll on these teams the Knicks are like hell to play right now they're what you know? oh they're, yeah they're like yeah. hell to play like you you don't look forward to playing them like you just said so that's and that's that's the team two years ago. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted that.
4: You felt but like identity. you could win. Yeah. yeah.
3: Man. Kevin Daniszewski. Oh, my God. The garden is going to be freaking lit on Tuesday. It better be. It better be. Although I wonder with. um, See, that's interesting because like, did people did a lot of people sell their tickets because of they thought people thought they were going to be watching staff? Is there a lot of vacationers in town? Because there's New York City Christmas week. Like, I wonder what the atmosphere is going to be for that particular game. I would trust Knicks fans. I'm sure the fans that are there are going to be loud, but I wonder just like, how is it going to be representative of a normal Knicks crowd? The
2: vacationers wouldn't. I don't think they'd be here yet unless you're saying, okay, no, college vacationers. Never mind. They would be here. So potentially this this fan base, there's no more hype fan base when the Knicks are winning, when the team is winning than the Knicks in this city and this will be the first after a seven game winning streak and winnable too so i i would i would go with kevin on this that it would be lit so i hope so
4: it better yeah. be it should be thanks kev